Goed, dus zich is geelijk te zijn, bespaard hem hey. Het is een rasje zich, een very beautiful zich. Lieve Nismus of Jezus, Benjamin Ben, Deben Nasha Kaltman. What I'm going to do is, before we start the sicha, I'm going to read some of the psukim from Chumash. This Rashi is the last Rashi in Parashas Mishpatim. And in order to understand the sicha properly, you have to have an understanding of the psukim, the few psukim that lead up to this Pasuk, and the order in which they were written, all of these details uh, are negeya, are relevant to the understanding of the sicha. So very quickly, the, right after Maftir of, of Parashat Shpatim, Pasuk Tezvav, it says, Vayal Moshe al-Hahar, Moshe went up to the mountain, Vayichas Aaron al-Sahar, and the cloud covered the mountain. The next Pasuk, Vayishkin Kveid Hashem al-Harsinai, the glory of Hashem rested on Harsinai, Vayichaseyu ha-Aaron, Sheishas Yomim, the cloud covered Harsinai for six days, Yikre al-Moshe v'yemashvi v'teich Aaron, and then Hashem called out to Moshe on the seventh day from the cloud. Umari Kveid Hashem ke'eishe cheles v'yishahar, and what it looked like, the glory of Hashem looked like a consuming fire on the top of the mountain. And all the Yidin can see it. Then comes the last passage of the parasha. Moshe goes into the mountain. And he goes up. Moshe goes into the cloud. And he goes up to the mountain. Moshe was in the mountain, on the mountain, for 40 days and 40 nights. Now the first thing we have to address is the six days. When are these six days? So according to Rashi brings two opinions. One opinion is that these six days are the first six days of Chedesh Sivan. From Aleph to Vav Sivan, there was a cloud that was covering Har Sinai. And then on the seventh day, which is Zion Sivan, which according to this opinion, Matan Teireh was on Zion Sivan on the seventh day of Sivan, Hashem calls Moshe. Hashem calls Moshe. Rashi explains it wasn't really just calling Moshe. He was calling to all the Yidim because he was giving, uh, he was going to give the Aseris Adibris. The fact that it says Vayikrel Moshe was a sign of respect to Moshe, but really it was referring to all the Yidim. So the, this opinion says the six days are the first six days of Sivan, and Vayikrel Moshe is the call to the Aseris Adibris. The second opinion in Rashi is that Moshe goes up to the mountain after Har Sinai, after Matan on the next day, and the cloud is there for six days, so he can't get up all the way to the top of the mountain. And during these six days, Moshe is purifying himself, getting himself ready to go into Shamayim. And then uh, on the seventh day, Hashem calls Moshe, and Moshe goes into Shamayim and does the, the, the rest of the 40 days in Shamayim. Then comes this Pasuk, our last, our Pasuk, the last Pasuk of the Parsha, where it says, So Rashi says, this was not an actual cloud, this was a cloud of smoke. And Hashem made a pathway for Moshe to get through to get to where he had to go. So the Rebbe is going to talk about this uh, this cloud of smoke and wonder uh, 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 what it means and how we reach this conclusion. This is the first part of Rashi. Come on, Siv Beis. Siv Beis will continue the second part of Rashi. But in the, fir the first part of Rashi is Rashi telling us that this cloud is a cloud of smoke. In Demnit Muvan, this is not understood. Usually, anon means a cloud. And ashan means reich. Ashan means smoke. Which a cloud and smoke are two separate elements. And more than that, they're actually opposites. Anon comes from mist, from water. 
When Ashan Fanesh, Ashan smoke comes from fire. Fire and water are opposites. Hind. Therefore, we must ask From where does Rashi take the source? Where does, what's the source for Rashi to change the meaning of Anon from all the other places where it says Anon and here to say something different? What is the question on the Pasik? So, first of all, the question is why would Rashi change the meaning of Anon? And number two, What's bothering Rashi? What's wrong with a Pasuk that needs an explanation of a cloud? Anon is a cloud. Rashi then continues. Hashem makes a path for Moshe through the cloud. Now, the market for them Indian is in Gemara. The source of this idea that there was a Shvil, there was a path, is in the Gemara. Over there, the Gemara brings it as a resolution for a contradiction between two psukim. And then the Parshas Pekud, it says Moshe could not enter into the Eil Mayud because the cloud was resting, implying that because of the cloud, Moshe could not go through the cloud and he could not get into the Eil Mayud. And it also says that Moshe, in, in, in our Pasuk, in the end of Mishpatim, that Moshe went through the Anon, through the cloud, so this seems to be a contradiction. Could Moshe get through the cloud or could he not get through the cloud? Today, Rabbi Shmuel Tano, so the, the yeshiva of Rabbi Shmuel learned as follows. Never can beseich. In this passage, it says beseich, by Moshe beseich Anon. Moshe went into the cloud. Never lahalon. And earlier, by the Kriyas Yamsov, it says beseich. It also has the word beseich, as the passage says, by Yavayu B'nai Yisrael, beseich hayom, that the Yidin went into the water. Just like by Kriyas Yamsuf, when it says Besoich, it means in a pathway, as the Pasuk says, the water was a wall, so there was a wall on both sides, and the Yidin were, wa- were walking on a path, on a road between the, between the waters. Afkan Shvil, so too over here, there's a Shvil, there's a pathway. When it says Besoich, it doesn't mean that he walked through the cloud, as in uh, pushing his way past the fluffiness of the cloud, but rather there was a Shvil. So this is what the Gemara says. And this is where Rashi is, is, is taking the as idea from to here. However, in our Rashi, we can say that Rashi's goal here is to resolve this contradiction. Because this contradiction only comes up later on. In Pasuk, the Pasuk where it says that Moshe could not go into the Oyal Mayud, in Parshat Pekudeh, which is in Parshat Pekudeh, Rashi could not go into the Oyal Mayud, Rashi should have answered this contradiction when it arises, which is later on in Parshas Pekudeh. From the fact that Rashi discusses it here, Muzman Zagui, we must conclude, in the fact that Rashi has to address how Moshe was able to go into the honor. Also, that Hashem made a pathway for Moshe. Is it's not because of what it says later in Pekudu that Moshe couldn't enter the cloud. Nor, somehow there's something here that already gives us the understanding that Moshe could not go through the Anon without the Shvil, without the pathway. But this is a question. The fact that you're telling me that Moshe can't walk through the cloud is a problem. Rashi is Mephadis Friyar. Earlier in Parshas Yisrael, Rashi explains the verity the words, Umaisha Nigash Elo Arafel. Umaisha approached the Arafel. And the Smaitlifni Mishalash Mechitis. The Mesha went through three barriers. 
Darkness, cloud, and thickness of cloud. The Moshe was able to, to go through not just the darkness and not just the cloud, but he was even able to go through the Arafel. As Rashi explains over there, Arafel means the thickness of the cloud. So Moshe, in, in Parashas yesterday, goes through three barriers. Nevertheless, Rashi does not address at all how he was able to go through the thickness of the cloud. Is there fun mukhach? So this makes it obvious. Has a ben chamish le mikra is a snikarak in kashan that we may shake and look in the manam. That by a ben chamish le mikra, it doesn't begin as a question. How does Moshe go through the cloud? As you see it in real life. As we can do it on an afilu as they talk in shvil, it's possible to walk through a cloud, to drive through a cloud, even if there's no shvil, even if there's no path. Hain farvaz darf es bavaranen, darf er es bavaranen, bavaranen unzu pasik. And therefore, this is the Rebbe's question. Why does Rashi have the need to address this in our Pasuk? How does Moshe get through the cloud? Certainly, he's not addressing the stira, the contradiction, because the contradiction didn't, didn't arise yet. Obviously, he's, he feels that there's a need to explain how Moshe gets through the cloud. So the question is, this is not the first time Moshe goes through the cloud. And yet, and previously, Rashi didn't say anything. So why all of a sudden now is Rashi saying something? Beer bazet, and this is the beer. We'll start with what's bothering Rashi. This is the question that arises in the basic understanding of the Pesukim. In the Pasuk Tesvav, which is the first of the four Pesukim that we read before, it says that Moshe went up and the cloud covered the mountain. As their heart is given by Dekmet, none of the cloud was covered with the mountain. It was obviously understood that when the Pasik says that Moshe went up to the mountain, although there was a cloud there, it means he went into the mountain, into the cloud. So why does now, fast forward, for Pesuk and Pasuk, why does the Pasik have to say that Moshe went into the cloud? It's obvious that he went into the cloud because the cloud was covering Har Sinai and Moshe went up to Har, to, to, uh, up Har Sinai. Obviously, he went through the cloud. So what's bothering Rashi is why does the, our Pasek, the last Pasek in the parasha, have to say that Moshe went into the cloud if it's self-understood from an earlier Pasek? Now, let's skip the brackets for a moment. Is the fun mashma? So therefore, Rashi derives as mit b'seicha onon made their pasuk zogin as the onon of a state da is nitas over onon was better month and the free the kipusukin. So therefore, Rashi says, Rashi says it must be that the, when it says over here the word onon, it doesn't mean the same onon that we were talking previously, because we already know that he went through the onon. So if it says again that he went through the onon, obviously it's a different onon. Verdoch the shayl levos is given other onon. So then you can ask, what kind of cloud is this? This cloud is a cloud of smoke. The honor that said in the previous Psukim here and in the previous parashiyas mentioned in Yisrael and earlier in Mishpatim that Rashi doesn't have to say anything. Self-understood. It was a simple cloud. In which the glory of Hashem was enclosed, was inside of it. 
just like the, 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 the pillar of cloud that led the Yidin through the Midbar, as the Hashem, was Hashem that was going before them during the day, with a, a pillar of cloud, and at night it was a pillar of fire. When the Yidin traveled through the Midbar, there was a cloud that went in front of them, that led the way. Hashem was in the cloud, as it says, and it means a cloud. There's no need to explain anything. But the honor in this Pasik, which we must say, as explained, that it was a different cloud. So Rashi has to say something about this cloud. So what does he say? He says that it was a cloud of smoke. Now, how Rashi knows it's a cloud of smoke, that we're going to get to in Sif Dalit. We still have to go back to the brackets. In the brackets that Evan is going to address, that he that he says what's bothering Rashi is the fact that it says, even though it's self-understood from the previous tzukim. He doesn't say that Rashi is bothered by the fact that it says twice that Moshe went up to the mountain. In Pasuk Tezvav, it says, Moshe went up to the mountain. And then in our Pasuk, it says, Moshe went into the Yalalahar, and he went up to the mountain. So the Rebbe says, why is that not bothering us? So that's what the Rebbe explains in the brackets. Thus, was the Pasuk the fact that we're repeating the fact that Moshe went up to the mountain, even though it already said before they went up to the uh, to the uh, to the to the to the mountain. This can be answered. The two vayals could be answered according to either of the two opinions in Rashi. According to the first opinion in Rashi. Since the fact that Moshe went up to the mountain happened on the day of Matan So let's look at the Pesukim for, for a moment. It says that the cloud covered the Onon for six days. And, Moish, and then Hashem called Moshe on the seventh day, which is the day of Matan Torah. I'm skipping a passage, but then Moshe goes up to the mountain. The first Vayal, which is also referring to the same, to the same Vayal that he went up on the day of Matan Torah, but since the Pasik stopped to describe what was going on during those six days, that there was a cloud on top of the mountain, so the Pasik has to go back to what it started with and say, Moshe went up to the mountain. So that's the first day. Certainly, according to the second day, according to the second day, the two are not the two The first vayal is at the beginning of the six days, and the second vayal is the first vayal is referring to Moshe going up to the mountain immediately after mountain Torah. The second one is given in the seven days later, seven days after mountain Torah. So there was two different vayals. So that's why it says vayal twice. If it was the same Anon, it, wouldn't it still wouldn't explain why he said, because the fact that he can go through a cloud, you already know that he can go through a cloud. You have to tell me that he went up again a second time, but you don't have to tell me that he, again he went through a cloud, because if he go, went through a cloud the first time, he could go through a cloud the second time. So that remains a question, unless you go like Rashi, that it was an Asha, Kimin Asha. But the fact that it says Vayal two times is not a problem. According to the second opinion, for sure it's not a problem, because two different Vayals. Even according to the first opinion, that was the same Vayal, the same time, but since in between the two, the, 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 the Torah describes the six days 
that happened before the Vayikra, before, before, before Moshe went up. So it says again, Vayal, it takes you back to the story. It says, listen, Moshe went up to the mountain. And he didn't stand go up to the mountain. Beforehand, there were six days. There was a cloud on top of the mountain. And then Hashem called him, so he went up to the mountain. So once you describe the situation, so you say Vayal again. So the fact that it says Vayal two times doesn't bother us. Either according to the first opinion that it has to say Vayal again because of the hefsik, the interruption of the description of the six days, or because it's two separate ascents, two separate Vayals, to, uh, to, therefore it has to say it twice, but it still doesn't explain why it has to tell us again that Moshe went through the mountain. And therefore Rashi concludes that it must be there was a different type of cloud, that Moshe went through the cloud. Therefore Rashi concludes that it has to be that Moshe went through, uh, through a different type of cloud. And Rashi says it was, what kind of cloud was it? It was a cloud of smoke. Now let's go to Sivdala to figure out how does Rashi know that it's a cloud of smoke. The Hechrich for Rashi, as Onan Dekmin what compels Rashi to tell us that this is a cloud, a cloud of a cloud of smoke. It's from deep sukkim gufes, from these very same sukkim. And again, you have to look in the chumash. Tzvishin la yikra el meisha um vayavim meisha v'seich aron is their pasuk umari kveid Hashem keish echelas bnei shahar. So again, let's look in the chumash for a moment and let's see like this. First, it says that Moshe, that Hashem called Moshe on the seventh day to go up to the to, uh, from the mountain. Now, before it says that Moshe listened, it says. That the, the what did Hashem look like? Like a, a consuming fire. Now, it already said once that Hashem was on our Sinai, and the cloud covered our Sinai. Then it said that Hashem called Moshe. Then it talks again about the cloud that it was a consuming fire, and then it says that Moshe went into the cloud. Is it verstandig? The pasuk about keish echelas that the Hashem looked like a a, a a consuming fire should have been before the vayikra Moshe. Before, before Hashem caused Moshe, after it says that the glory of Hashem rested on the mountain, what is Kveid Hashem? The Pasuk should have immediately translated and explained that Kveid Hashem is a consuming fire. Why does it happen? And then it says that Hashem called Moshe on the seventh day. Then it goes back to describe the Kveid Hashem. And then it goes back to say that Moshe went up to the mountain. Now again, in the brackets, the Rebbe is going to address the two days, the two opinions. So remember, we're, we're still in the middle of the question about the order of the Psukim. And the Rebbe is going to explain this question according to both opinions, whether the six days were before Matan Teda or the six days were after Matan Teda. This is the second opinion. For sure, according to the second opinion, that when Hashem calls Moshe, it's seven days after Matan Torah. At that point, Hashem is calling Moshe not to get the Aseris Adibris, but not to hear the Aseris Adibris, but to come receive the Torah. is the response to that call. There's no reason to, 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 to interrupt between the call, Hashem calling Moshe, and Moshe coming, Moshe following the call of Hashem. Hashem called Moshe, and Moshe went. There's no, there's no reason to, to interrupt it with a description of the faith of Hashem. So for sure, according to the second opinion, that it makes no sense. But I feel like there's a day. As I can Moshe is given, Lehman Aseris Adibris. Even according to the first opinion, that the Yikri al Moshe was Hashem calling to say the Aseris Adibris, Umeisha Bechol Bnei Yisrael Eimdim, Alashachalak Bechulu, and everyone was there. It's just that Hashem was giving extra COVID to Moshe. Mitas that Eibish are Gerufen Moshe, and Rufus again, Efenar, which means that Hashem wasn't actually calling Moshe to come up on the mountain. 
Hashem was calling Moshe to receive to, to, to come bring the Yidden to get the Torah. To, to, to hear that says a Dibris. And therefore, So Vayave al Moshe is not the response to Vayikra al Moshe. Vayikra al Moshe was the Sarah Dibris. Vayave al Moshe. Is a separate, a separate event. So maybe you could say, who cares if there's a half sec? Von Desvegen says the Rebbe, is Eichmer Masim as their tier in Indian, from Mamara Kvedar Shem Gamer, so staying like the Hemsuch, so he's going to create the Shemar Sinai. Even though the Vayikra and the Vayavi are not the same event, but nevertheless, the Vayishkain and the Mamara Kvedar Shem Kvedar are the same thing. So why is there a half sec of Vayikra and Moshe in the middle? So that's what's so that, that's what we're, what we're learning from this Tzukim. We're looking at this Tzukim and we're seeing that the order does not, is not understood. Because the, the, the Vayikra and the Vayavai, that at least according to one opinion, are, are a call and a response, they should have been together. According to both opinions, the Vayishkin, Kvayid Hashem, and the Mari Kvayid Hashem should have been next to each other. Instead, you have Vayishkin Kvayid Hashem, then Vayikra El Moshe, then Umari Kvayid Hashem Keshecheles, and then the Vayavi El Moshe. So they say there, doesn't make any sense. The river learned Rashi, therefore Rashi derives as their posukumar, every gamer is a gdomit su posuk, we have a wish, besechano, that the ape that Taylor purposely messes up the order so that way it could juxtapose the posuk umarik vedashem with the vayavimesh besechano. And his beram is midvos, their honor, their honor is anders from them honor. And with this, the posuk is hinting to us. How this cloud is different from the honor of state freer and Pasik from the cloud that was mentioned earlier. But the fact after Pasik Mab gives time, the Yavimesh was honor, and therefore the Pasik has to emphasize that Moshe went into the honor because it's a different honor. Their honor is a Tetzah from the Moshe Chalas. This honor is, is a product of the consuming fire, and it's Kimin Ashan, it's like a smoke. Which is coming from the, the fire, the consuming fire, This is absolutely brilliant. When you look at the psukim, you wonder what, 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 what's the order here. But Rashi says it's very simple. Rashi says we purposely moved around the order of the psukim to tell you that Ke'eshecheles is an intro to the Besecha Anon to tell you this second Anon that's obviously a different Anon than the first because otherwise I wouldn't have to repeat that he went into the Anon. How? What kind of Anon is it? It's an Anon that's coming from Ke'eshecheles. That's why the Ke'eshecheles is in the wrong place, so to speak, because it's it, it's moved over so that it could serve as an introduction to the Pasik and tell us that this Anon is a smoke that is coming from this Eishecheles. We'll continue straight into Se'ifei, where the Rebbe is going to focus on the word Eicheles. That's why the Pasik says Eicheles. could have just said, why Eicheles? The midpoint Eich movement and the Kapasik Eicheles. Now we understand why the, now, that, now that we understand that this Pasuk is an introduction to the Pasuk after it, in order to explain to us that the Anon that's mentioned in the next Pasuk is an Anon that is a cloud of smoke. Now we understand the word Echelis. To describe the vision, the sight of, of, of godliness in this moment, you'd say it was a fire. Once you, once you envision a fire, who cares if it's consuming or not? Why does the Pasuk have to add that it was a consuming fire? Say it was a fire. Vision, the top of the mountain, there was this, 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 this fire, fiery cloud. 
But according, but according to what we're saying until now, it's, it's very simple. Yes, as then Mechuvan in the Pasuk, Dois, two Mazbas, and then Pirish from the Pasuk, Shalachrov. We have a Mesh the purpose of this Pasuk is to explain the next Pasuk, the following Pasuk. That Moshe went into the cloud, as it honors, and Oshon, that this cloud was a cloud of smoke, which was created by the fact that the vision of Hashem was like a fire. That even as the Pasuk Mesh of Matthew's Kaesh, therefore the Pasuk adds that it was a consuming fire, because the smoke does not come from the fire. Nor for an Eshes is a chelis. The, the smoke comes from the fire that is mechala, firebrand, it's consuming, it's burning something. The thing in which it has grabbed onto, that as that thing gets burnt, let's say it's a log of wood, as the, as the log of wood burns, it evaporates into smoke. So the smoke is coming from the consuming part. What the thing that's being consumed turns into smoke. So therefore, since... If the Pasekish wanted to describe the vision, how beautiful it was, how wonderful it was, how spiritual it was, what is that? It would look like a fire. But since the purpose of this Pasek is not just to describe the vision, but to explain to us what kind of onon Moshe goes through in this Pasek, therefore it says, it is an H that produces smoke because it's consuming. And therefore when it says, we now know that it means a cloud of smoke. Let's add a detail to this, a very beautiful detail. Generally speaking, the ace of above, the fire of above, the, the godly fire that we speak of is not a consuming fire. As we learned by the, by the burning bush, she saw a bush that was going up in a flame of fire. And the fire, the sna, the, the bush is not being consumed. Therefore, it's necessary for the Pasuk to emphasize that he and to specify that here it was a burning, a consuming fire. Which is why it was able to produce a cloud of smoke. So this, so now we understand the first part of Rashi. Now we understand what's bothering Rashi. What's bothering Rashi is why does it say Moshe If it already said Vayal Moshe Elahar Therefore, Rashi says the only reason to say it again is because it's a second, it's a, it's, a, it's a different, it's a different kind of cloud. And what kind of cloud is it that he learns from the fact that it says in the previous pasuk and the fact that this pasuk was moved to be right before this pasuk that it was a cloud of smoke? Now we go to the second part of Rashi. Now that we understand the first part, now we can easily understand the second part of Rashi. Why Rashi says that Hashem made a path for Moshe to go through? Because now that very first time the Kavos Rashi Moshe why Rashi has to clarify that Hashem made a pathway for Moshe. Specifically in our Pasuk, specifically as a follow-up to the fact that this cloud was a cloud of smoke. And it's very interesting how some of this Sikh is a little technical with the Psukim, but a lot of it is very practical. If you have a fire without, without consuming anything, then it's not going to make much smoke. So that's like Eishe Chelas. Now that it's going to give you Another, another very practical thing. If it was the cloud, a regular cloud, like in the previous psukim, there's no need, there's no requirement to explain why, how Moshe went through the mountain. As we said before, and as mentioned earlier, Moshe can go even into the thickest of clouds. There's no need to explain anything. But since we're talking about a cloud of smoke, Smoke has the nature from the soot 
that is created in the smoke from the thing that's being burned. To smoke things up. It makes the person or the thing that's in the smoke black. Including his clothing. So a person is going to ask right away. How is it possible that Moshe was going up to, to the Har Sinai to receive the Torah, to, receive, to, to, to bring the Luchas back down to this world, and to go dressed in such a way that he's covered in soot and black and smoke? So even though he was walking through through black smoke, he when he arrived to his destination, he was clean. He was white. He was uh, he was uh, no black, no smoke, no soot, no nothing because of the pathway. Before we get to the initial Torah, we have one last one last thing to add, to answer, and that is, if it was smoke, why doesn't the pasuk say smoke? Why does it say And you even see it in Rashi. Rashi says kimin ashon. Doesn't say ashon was kimin ashon. That's what we're going to explain in Siv Zayin, and also we're going to use a very uh, practical scientific. Um, explanation. Why does Rashi say that this was like a, like a smoke? We just said there was, was the fire of Hashem that was on top of the mountain and it was producing smoke. And, and Moshe went, went through it. So it was actual smoke. Why does it say Why does the Pasuk call it a cloud and not smoke? It's the beer bazaar. There are Sinai. The Har Sinai in Midbar Sinai, with Rather Reishahar, which is given their Marek, Hashem Keshachelas, Har Sinai, the mountain, which is inside the desert, called Sinai. Especially the top of the mountain, which is where the, this glory of Hashem, this fiery glory of Hashem, was. It's not in a place where trees or grass or greens grow. It was a place of dirt and rocks. The smoke can only really be produced if the fire is consuming something that is consumable. Which is not really possible when you're talking about an inanimate object like rocks or stones. Like It's very hard to imagine to take a, a, a log. And you burn and you and you light it on fire. You'll see it'll catch fire and it'll burn up. Take a, a rock, a big rock, and light it on fire. It's not really going to burn. It can't be real smoke. It was similar to smoke. The cloud of consuming. The rocks and the inanimate objects on Har Sinai made something that looked like a cloud of smoke that would have been produced had it been burning trees or something that's burnable. This is why the Pasi calls it a cloud, because it wasn't really smoke. And this is why the Tajas Kemin Asham, because it wasn't really the typical kind of smoke that is produced by burning wood or other types of flammable objects. So, 
this is the first part of the Sikha that explains the, the, the Rashi, why Rashi says, what's bothering Rashi, what's bothering Rashi is the fact that it says, after it already said that Moshe went up, although the Onan was covering the mountain, and Rashi explains the reason why it says it, because it's a different cloud. How does Rashi know it's Oshan? Because it says before, and that's why it says, because it's consuming and therefore it's producing fire. And then the question would be, one second, how did Moshe get through this, this fiery, this, this smoky cloud and not get dirty? And that's what Rashi says, that he made a path. Now we're going to go to Yenishal Tater. Yenishal Tater into Rashi, here's the Yenishal Tater, the wine of Tater, the, the, the deeper uh, uh, dimension of this Rashi. The fact that there was smoke by Arsinai is written explicitly in the Tater. It's not just a Rashi here that says, Onan mit Oshan, but it says very clearly, Arsinai Oshan Kuloi. Harsina was went up in smoke. Because the Abister came down on the on the mountain in fire. But over here, besides, even in this Rashi, but even before, it says, etc. etc. So why? If it was actual, if if by mountain tater there was smoke, why over here does it say it was a cloud? So here's the beer. Like we said before a few times, the, the smoke, uh, the literal smoke, physical smoke, comes from something that is being burned. The thing that's being burned is a, a physical material. And the fire is consuming, is destroying the physicality of it. So the, 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 the destruction of this physical thing causes the outcome is smoke. When you, when you take when a fire destructs, deconstructs uh, a physical thing, and the thing uh, it it uh, evaporates. I'm not sure if that's the right word, but let's just use that. Then, as it evaporates, it goes up in smoke. Therefore, in smoke there are differences depending on what is being burned. If what's being burned is a, is a refined material, it burns faster. And then the smoke is more refined, more fluid-like, more clear, more transparent. But if the thing that's burning is a thick, coarse, Material is done that ocean gedichter and greater and greater. Then the smoke is thicker and more coarse and greater. It's bigger. It's a lot more smoke. For them, it's verstandig. As the ocean from the zach is nicker zok to charei zavit for the chamer from the zach is gas. The smoke now has a very important job. The smoke is what expresses, what cheers with us, the 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 coarseness level the, the of the material. Of what's being burned, which is which is coming out into the open as the thing is being destructed. As this is in Gashmias, because till now we were discussing Gashmias. Take a log of wood and you light a fire to it. You have one outcome. Take a piece of paper or a leaf, have a different kind of fire, a different kind of smoke, etc. etc. And basically, by, by looking at the smoke. From far away, you could see well, this is black smoke. This is this is different color smoke, thick smoke. You could tell from 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 the smoke, especially if you have ex have uh, expertise in this matter. You could tell from the smoke what what kind of material is being burned. That's gas 
Now let's apply this into Ruchnius. As we subdue and submit and destroy the creations of below to connect them to Elokus. As the fire of above is revealed in this world, it eats up, it consumes the, the Yeshus, the, the, the ego, the entity of this world, and this world becomes uh, 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 um, subdued in a state of bitul that's, that, that's what Ashan represents. Smoke represents in a spiritual sense. Smoke represents the deconstructing the physicality of this world and subduing it to Elikus. Now we understand the difference between the Psukim in Parashas Yisrael, where it says, was full of smoke, and the Psukim in our Parashas, where it says it was an honor and it was a cloud. The at that time there was a revelation from above that came down from above as it says Yorad Allah Avaya Ba'ish Hashem came down from above in fire. The world was still a physical, material entity that had not yet been refined. So therefore the revelation that then subdued and destroyed the physicality of the world in an eighth of the Harsin Yashakula created a lot of smoke. Which this this intense smoke and this the, the amount of smoke shows that the materialism of the world had not yet been refined. But now, fast forward to our parsha. Which led to the man for Noch Matan Teda, it's very after Matan Teda. Noch the Beatle, the Zdakachus, was Matan Teda, even the opinion that says the six days were before Matan Teda. But now, when, 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 now this cloud that we're talking about, we're talking about after Matan Teda. Either uh, it was seven days, or six days rather, uh, that started from after Matan Teda. At this point, it's already after the time of Matantera. After the, the Matantera caused a refinement and a bitl in this world. Therefore, the, 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 the existence of the world, of worldliness, is not as grub, not as coarse, not as physical. Therefore, the, this Hashem, the glory of Hashem that comes down, is not creating literal smoke. Rather, it's called, uh, rather, instead of calling it, because it was so edel, so refined, instead of calling it Osher, it's called Anon. It's Anon Vaisnit, after Kiloyan Valiyah, which the Anon does not represent the destruction of the below. Anon represents the, 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 the Bittu. The fact that the world is already. It's the already bottle, and the honor is just the gilu that's coming from above. However, now we have a problem. Basically, what we're saying is, is that after Matan Torah, there's no more Asha. 
comes to Hashem Yenish Hashem Megal, Rashi, in the, this beautiful secret of Torah, comes to reveal, as honors that came in Ashanu, that there was still some smoke. Yes, as in Yoni, is need to the Gilead of Kosma Milo. We did honor was very dramatic in the Pesukim Friar. The honor itself, it's about the revelation from above. But this honor was not about the revelation from above. Not as come from the Memare Kaveh Hashem Keishachelis. This is coming from the fact that the Abishra's fire, the Abishra's image, was one of a burning fire. That still talk about Elokus's godliness as it impacts this world to bring it to a state of bitl. It's still like smoke. There's still some smoke here. In other words, there still is the idea of smoke. Afrudis v'achrudis. Afrudis means the, the ash. Achrudis means the, the, the shmutz, the dirt. Which is caused by the destruction of the material, of the material and the materialism. Since the whole purpose of Matan of giving Tayyar, is to create a dwelling place for Hashem in this world. Is the far on their on in Velchan Mesha Gedafta and Angin to create some cavals and the Luchas Vetero when Rabbi Nei Zayin Lamato. So this cloud the Mesha has to go through in order to bring the Torah into this world. Is Kmin Asher Lu as Zagilim Olamayla was piled Kiloyinu Bitlachem before Nivrai. So this this cloud has both uh, has both parameters. On the one hand, it's an Anon, which means that it's a Gilim Olamayla. On the other hand, its point, its goal, is not just to be a gilui, but also to create, to, to still uh, uh, transform, to break down the materialism of the world and to transform it and, and connect it to Elokos. And therefore, it's an onon, but it's kimin ashan. It has both um, aspects. Since it's after which accomplished an overall uh, 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 refinement uh, in the world, is the fire give an ocean cooler? If it doesn't entirely become filled with smoke, be based on scholars and material. It's like smoke; it's not totally uh, uh, filled with smoke. But an ocean but there must be an ocean. So you have both. On the one hand, it's not a total ocean, but there is some ocean because we're still trying to destroy. The gasmius of the world, the chumrius of the world, the materialism of the world, and bring it to a state of total bittel to Elokos. So now we understand that Rashi is not just telling us a, uh, a pshat in the pasuk. Rashi is telling us a lesson, telling us that when the Shemana, when Eibush gave the Torah to the, to the world, the world needed a, a total breakdown, total deconstruction, and therefore there was major ashram, there was major smoke. Then after Martin Taylor, the world reached this, a certain state of of kite of refinement, but we're not done yet. And therefore, Moshe, when the Moshe goes up to bring to get the Torah and bring it into this world, it needs to go through another bittel, but doesn't need the whole bittel. So it's not Oshon, but it's still Onon. That's Kimin Oshon. Beautiful. Now it comes the Eirom and Alba Vezesino. Now what's the lesson for us? Is there are some people that say, that claim, why do I have to get involved with the lowest rungs of this world? If I have to lower myself, I'll go down to the level of the animal kingdom. I'll go down to the level of vegetation. But don't ask me to go down so low into the most materialistic 
existence where you can't even see that it's alive. These as a few events is made a shavaya. Is a mitzatibe nitkin keli ditzu. Once it's in him nitneches der esh. As that's a free to leave from a bachelor. So much so it is so removed, it's so dead that even when you when you ignite it with the fire of Hashem, the fire doesn't doesn't grab, doesn't take. You have to mevachal, you have to beat it to cause the fire to take it. So we tell these people, these people that are saying, I can't go down so low. We must cause smoke and elevation, even in the lowest category of demo of inanimate in the world. Because this is the whole purpose of Matanteda. That the smoke, which represents the destruction and the elevation of the materialism of the world. So, ufton, veren, nitnorinim tzemeach, narechin har, demem, that it should be accomplished, not just in the tzemeach and the vegetation, which is the normal way, but even in the har, in the mountain, which is a demem, which is a, which is an inanimate object. Ken, ken, kumen, ken They're going to come with another with another claim. Says the Chamis Avikim in Novel, Misnavok Gamke. If you struggle, if you battle with a wicked person, you or with a dirty person, you become wicked or you become dirty. Durch the Avedus of Pelzan and Oshan in Dvaramatachtenim. If he's going to work on himself to bring an Oshan a smoke into the Dvaramatachtenim into the lowest world, that the Gedim Zayim is also Einwichten. It might cause that he should fit in. He's going to want to fit into the world. Which means to say, he's going to, he's going to become dirty. He's going to become a tachtun. So a person could say, it's better not to deal with it. For fear that I'm going to become like it. Of them is their unfair. So therefore, the Abishtah, now this, this is the second part of Rashi. There comes the answer like this. Aleph number one. Hashem makes for Meshashvil a path. She'll never fit in to the to the to, to the gashmis of the world. She will always remain clean. She is going through a path inside of this darkness. She is always faithful to the Ebishter. So every year there's a Moshe inside of him and the Moshe inside of him is going to hold on that he should never belong to the gases of the world. He'll fix it, he'll break it, he'll, he'll, he'll uh, elevate it, he'll, he'll engage with it. But as long as he has the Moshe Shabakir boy, then he's there's no fear of him trying to fit into the world. On a deeper level, even the external keiches, not the moish shabakir by the external keiches of the person also won't get farshmirt, also won't get stained by the smoke. While in emesin is as garnet kein asha, because in truth it's not even an asha, it's not even a smoke. It says, but it's as an onrim is that not oisri an asha. It's a cloud that looks like smoke. So it says, does was developed as mindful master of lekus. It's not kemin for the mitzvahs. The whole idea that God, that the world is concealing. Is obscuring godliness is only a facade. It's only it looks that way in order for us to have bechira to have free choice. So, we, so it looks like the world is a real existence. Because if we would see the truth that the world is nothing, we wouldn't we, we wouldn't have a choice. We would obviously go for the truth. 
Since this cloud is actually coming for the purpose of holiness, it's actually a cloud. It's not even a smoke. A smokestack. As it might look like smoke. Something so materialistic that even after you destroy it and elevate it, still the ash remains, dust remains of it. That's what it looks like to us. Because its goal is to elevate this world, therefore, in truth, it is a cloud of holiness. Because its whole purpose is to add, is to add light. Into holiness. And this is the lesson to us. We must go in and through the smoke. Because that is how we receive Tayyar. And within each individual person, the Mesha within us. Receive the Tayyar only after Mesha went into the Hanukkah. This honor that Moshe went into was, 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 was a smokestack. And he had to go through a shvil because of that. And although temporarily and externally this is a, a concealment, if you're able to get down and dirty, pun intended, and you go through the gashmis of this world, and you bring the gilealikus, that creates an onon that looks like an ashon. And you're ready to go through it, knowing that you have the Meshach and you have the Meshach Rabbeinu. Then you're able to reach to Tere Bishle Musa, the 40 days and 40 nights. Then you can bring this down into your own life and into the world. But thus is the Hemshech Manoch Parsha Mizbatim, which this is the next Parsha, Parsha's Truma, the host of the Mitzvah Shachanti Mesechem, make for me a Mitzvah and I will dwell within it. From these physical, material uh, uh, items, gold and silver, etc., you, you can transform this into a dwelling place for Hashem. And through fulfilling the Eivishter's purpose, you are able to reach the Adilibetachtenim to make a dwelling place for Hashem. So this is the Yenish Shalteda and the Hira. The smoke represents uh, uh, battling with this world and changing and transforming this world at first, before Martin Taylor, or even during Martin Taylor. It's very, very thick smoke because uh, the, 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 the world is very, very grub, very, very coarse. But then we come to a point after Martin Taylor that the world is not so coarse anymore, but yet we still have to bring it into this world, into Dilibetachtenim. And therefore, it's, a, it's considered a cloud because it's not really smoke, but it still has the uh, it looks like smoke because we're still fighting the gasmi Yisraelam. And if a person says, I don't want to deal with it, it's too dirty, it's too low, he has to realize that he's making a mistake because the whole purpose is Dilibet Tachtaynim and then you have to go down into the lowest of the low. That was the whole purpose of Matan Taira. And if you're afraid that it's going to make you dirty, then you should know that number one, it's not really smoke. And number two, I should really say, number one, you have you have Moshe with you, and the part the part of, of, of Moshe within you never really gets dirty. And number two, it's not even smoke. It's not real smoke. It's, it's fake smoke. And then when you but, but, but when you're ready to go down down and dirty into the world, even though with the, with the, with the, with the fake smoke, then you are able to make a dinner and you're able to make a mikdash for the Ebishter.
יאסור ומיקטוס וזכנתי בסייכם.